Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. You're listening First Time Dads! With me, Richard Innes. And me, Steve Meyer. Hello, 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 hello everybody. Welcome back to First Time Dads. We've had a little break over the summer, as you've probably noticed. The Holly Bobs, as Steve called them in one of our last recordings. The Holly Bobs, Jesus. Yeah, it's not really a holiday, is it though, sometimes? Well, it's not really, no, no, not the summer. We've we've just, we've been sitting here chatting before we started recording about the fact that the summer is quite exhausting, as I find with, with children at home. I mean, Steve, Steve and I are, bo- are, you know, our eldest boys, respectively, are not quite at school going age yet, so school holidays aren't a thing. As I expect most most of our listeners. You would think, think yeah. you would think, you would assume. But um, I still find the summer thing is tough, man. The, I mean, you think it's really easy, right? That's your, that's your theory, that the, the summer makes life easier. I think that being that it's daylight for longer, mm. being that it's warmer means that you can tip your kids out into the back garden or to a park yeah. quite easily. What I have noticed is apps like Hoop, which I use, which some of you might oh, use. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. A lot of their activities shut down because it's school holidays. Yeah. And also some of the paid, like, regular activities that Jackson has done have also shut down. So he went to a music thing at, like, uh, a local conservatoire, which is basically learning about... Oh, movement. what? Conservatoire? What the hell is a conservatoire? It's like a music school. Bloody hell, man. Um, Never even heard of that. And uh, it, he would go there every Friday morning and for like a 45 minutes and learn about beat and rhythm and that kind of stuff. Yeah, nice. And you'd leave him there. Yeah. So I wouldn't have to be in the room. And he doesn't do that anymore. So, because yeah. it's been school holiday, so it's been, been a bit more tricky in that respect. But if it gets to three o'clock and they're driving you around the twist at home, mm. you can just go, right, in the buggy, park. Yeah, yeah, and, exactly. And it's nice and dry. The sand yeah. is dry. Uh, the slide slides well. Uh, there's a nice cream van. And I just think that's much easier. I think there's a, perhaps I'm looking at this from the wrong angle in the sense that in the w- last winter, Ben probably wasn't still old enough to be really like pestering us about stuff. I want to do this. I want to do that. He was still quite little then. And actually, we've been really, I feel like I'm just constantly on the move. But I suppose that's just the nature of being a father of a toddler, right? I mean, it's just, yeah. there's always stuff to do this thing. You've got to do this and then the next thing and the next thing and the next thing. And I'm, I'm slightly concerned actually that when the winter comes around, I was thinking about this the other day. Like like you were saying before, you know, it gets dark early. It get, it's cold. It's wet outside. The idea of going outside is quite an operation, right? You've got to get yeah. wrapped up in all the layers, get the coat on, get the hat but kids on. Kids don't get care the about that. On, and all that stuff. Yeah, but it still takes time and effort. Yeah. And actually, I can well envisage scenarios where, Ben, should we just should we sit and watch Toy Story? Why don't you sit on my lap? Or just sit and watch a bit of Toy Story? I think also that you are experiencing what I experienced, which is when you have your second child... The difference between first and second, I'd say the biggest thing, is any spare time you had... It's gone. It's gone. Gone, 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 So gone, you gone. could you could not offload Ben, but Ben could be with mum while you're yeah. at home doing whatever, pottering around or whatever, you know, washing your cactus or whatever it is. Watering my cactus? <laughs> whatever you do at home. Is that euphemism? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> um, but whatever you do, you know, in your palatial mansion in Walthamstow... Yeah, not um, a lot of those in Walthamstow, let me tell you. Uh, you know, and now suddenly you haven't got any... 
a moment to yourself, mm. except perhaps if you lock the bathroom door in the mornings when you're having a shower. Yeah, I take so I take an extra long time in the bathroom. My wife has actually noticed. I feel like I've been rumbled. She's like, "Do you know how long you've been in that bathroom?" She's like, "Yeah, I'm well aware. I've been just sitting there reading, you know, some like long Washing feed." My hair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't have any hair for those who haven't seen pictures of me. Um, but yeah, I, I take you know, I'll go in there and just read like some Tolkien. massive four thousand word feature <laughs> on my phone. You know, <laughs> just taking my time, taking my time. Playing football manager. Be a football manager. Yeah, there is that as well. Stick cricket is my one at the moment. Okay. It's a nightmare. It's really, really difficult. Anyway, sorry, I digress. Um, but yeah, I, you're right. The, t- the time does go, and it does mean that it's eaten into. And so I'm looking for anything that keeps Ben stationary at the moment, which is terrible. I know it's like the wrong way around. You're supposed to kind of so we get him out, run him around, run him around, run him around, get, get him tired. Let's go somewhere, do something. And then, and then it's like, okay, phew, now he's tired enough that maybe he'll just sit down for a bit and we you can see, do, I'm, read a I'm, book or do some puzzles or something. I look for the most active, immersive activities I can <laughs> find on the basis that... If he's focused on that, it gives me, I can just sit back and watch him. So I took on Friday, I took Iris and Jackson to a um, a dance class. Not like, you know, not, not, we're not talking chorus line. It was more a kind of like, you know, set organised. You pay your, in a, in a pub garden, you pay like a tenner for them both. And there's bubbles and there's scarves and there's puppets and there's different mm. types of music. And they both walked off holding each other's hand and just did it for 45 minutes. And I was just sat watching them and it was just, yeah, it's just nice. that was relaxing. Yeah, just, yeah. just watching your kids play. I've got, know. Ben's just got to that stage. So Ben's two and a half and he's just got to that stage where he's suddenly, he's got all this imagination. So it was only a few months ago that, you know, you kind of had to help him along and sort of show him how to play with something or let's do something together. And now it's like you said, it's like he will sit there and he's pulling all these toys out of his big toy cabinet in the front room and getting his puzzles and all the rest of it. And he's just, you hear him chatting away, like inventing these characters and things coming together. And it is really nice, that feeling when you get to that stage where you can sit and watch him and you can watch his Uh, little personality in action. You know, it's really, really nice. We broke out um, last week, I think Zoe had them on Thursday and she took them to a museum in South London near us called the Horny Man Museum. Oh, I know that. Yeah, yeah, it's um, nice. It's got an exhibition on there at the moment called Brick World about Lego. And they built like oh, you know, wicked, yeah. landmarks from all over the world out of Lego. And there's a play area where you can play with a Lego. I'd taken them before, and Jack's been playing with like the Duplo bricks, which are the slightly larger mm. Lego bricks. And Zoe took him last week, and he was playing with the proper Lego. Oh, the big boy Lego. The big boy Lego. <laughs> so I know that in their basement, there is a massive box of Lego from when I was a little boy. And so oh, Jackson's nice. been passed over the Lego from when That's I was nice. a little boy. And now he's like... It's not building, you know, cars and stuff, but he is able to put the bricks together yeah. and there's enough of it yeah. that is sort of inexhaustible. And the speed at which he'll get better at it will be frightening as well. Exactly. Just to make sure Iris doesn't swallow it. <laughs> my mum and dad have got, um, at, our, at their house, they've got all the old cars that me and my little brother used to play with when we were little. And it's really weird watching like, my brother's yeah, kids yeah. and now Ben as well playing with the same stuff that me and my brother were playing with yeah. at that age. It's yeah. really freaky. Because you have like little flashbacks. So, oh God, I remember that used to be my favourite micro machine. Remember you that know, Rover that kind of 2000. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was micro machines. I bloody yeah. love micro machines. Anyway, if again, you're listening, anyone from Lego or Micro Machines, public relations teams, send us stuff. Send us stuff, thank you. <laughs> um, but yeah, we thought we'd just drop in, say hi, give mm. you a little catch up, and give you a little taste of what might be coming up over what is definitely coming up in the next few weeks. Yeah, season three. See, we, we, I mean, you may have noticed the kind of weird way we've broken up these things. We basically season one ended up being fifty episodes long because we just kind of were doing it. And then I think it might have been Steve said, should we have a break? I was like, yeah, that's probably a good idea. So um, we sort of stopped there because 50 seemed a nice round number. And then we had season two, which was a nice little package of 10 episodes. And now here we are in season three. Episode one, season three. (laughs) Feel free. We're not in a position to 
that give you them all in one go so you can binge box set style. But Yeah, we're not um, that important. I'm not sure it would have worked like Netflix style, really. Just hit hit the net with yeah, all of it at once. We want you to listen to them in the right order. Well, of course. Yeah. Um, so who have we got coming up, Rich? We have got, in no particular order, Steve, largely because we, we forgot... We haven't decided what order we're putting them out. Well, I was going to say because we forgot to bring it in with us uh, before we sat <laughs> down to record. We're like, hang on, who have we had on this thing? Oh, yeah. Um, so we interviewed, just the other day, we interviewed the very lovely Connie Hutt. Former Blue, Blue, Blue Peter, Peter presenter, presenter and um, wife of wife Black of Mirror Brooker. creator Jack, uh, yeah. Charlie Brooker. Yeah, she, she wrote one of the Black Mirror episodes, which is one of the better ones, definitely. Um, very smart, very funny. Uh, More tangents in this chat. I mean, she, yeah. I mean, if you, we, we just go all over the place, but it yeah. is entertaining. Yeah, she was on because she's written a children's book, um, and she has two two boys who are slightly older than our kids. Um, and she was she was amazing. I mean, geez, that, that, like you said, that was all over the yep. map. Like we covered everything in an hour. That was mental. We've um, also had uh, one that I was particularly happy about was Alan Wynne Jones because I'm a bit of a rugby fan. And if you're not a fan of the old egg chasing, Alan Wynne Jones is uh, the Welsh rugby captain. He's one of the sort of most legendary figures in recent years within uh, world rugby. Uh, played for the Lions. Five captains. of two. He's, well, yes, that's the important bit, yeah. <laughs> so we were talking to him about, uh, you know, sort of the, the weird contrast between being a, true, ru- a proper, proper rugby player because he plays in the second row, which means he's right in the midst of it. Lots of scrapping, lots of big physicality and the kind of weird contradiction between being that and then being daddy at home. That was really interesting. He's got two daughters, hasn't he? Two daughters. Um, found that he was, he had studied to be a lawyer before he became a rugby player. Like really smart guy, really insightful. Loads of really interesting stuff in there. It definitely resonates with us as yeah, dads yeah. we spoke to him. Yeah, hundred um, percent. And on a more sort of serious level, we we had like uh, an expert in from Daisy First Aid who mm. teaches first aid courses to parents who of young children who want to know what to do when things go well, yeah. might go bad, what to look out for. And that was that was useful. That was really so. I, genuinely, I was maybe a little bit. Um, Blase. Blase is a good word for it. I was going to say something ruder. But yes, I was perhaps a little bit blase. And I kind of assumed, oh, this will all be stuff I know anyway. And actually, um, <laughs> the lady we had on was brilliant because she completely shattered uh, my, a lot of my preconceptions. I was like, oh, right, that's not what you do when you're mm-hmm. choking. Mm-hmm. Blimey, right. So um, I having having recorded that podcast, I feel more prepared for the worst. So uh, that's probably a good thing. And we also spoke to a, a professor from Brown University in the States called Emily Oster, who mm. has done a, a written book about, uh, she's analysed basically all the things about parenting and what the data says about what the good advice is and what the bad yeah. advice is, whether or not they're like it. old wives' tales or whether there is actually some benefit to some of the stuff. Which one of the things there was that, that feeling, that, and I remember saying this to her when we recorded it, this seems so obvious, why hasn't someone done this before? Mm. Because we, as we all know as parents, all you, Steve and I, but all you guys listening as well, or if you're about to be parents, you are getting inundated with advice and a lot of it is a lot of, load of nonsense based on nothing. So here is somebody, an academic with a huge amount of expertise in this area who has been able to go away and actually scientifically analyse this advice and come back and say, no, that's all nonsense. So that's a good listen. And she led us on to one of our other guests, actually, a guy called Tom Phelan. Mm, she, who, she recommended him while we were recording, actually, didn't um, she? Uh, who is a expert, I guess, in child discipline, would you yeah. say? Yeah, I think that's Child fair. discipline sounds like you're going to... An American yeah, guy, another hit, American. Hit him with a stick, but he's got this uh, book and method called uh, One, Two, Three Magic, mm-hmm. which we won't tell you how it works. So I always won't listen to the podcast. But it, <laughs> good point, it, yeah. it, it is good, and you will recognise some of the techniques you probably come across already uh you might be using some of it actually without even yeah, realizing exactly, you're like using time it. out that kind of yeah. stuff so um he's a really good listen that was really handy. um and that book's a big seller in the 
estate. So, um, you know, he's obviously very popular over there. Yeah. Um, who else did we have, Rich? We had uh, Jennifer Day, Intuitive Parenting. Another author. Another author, another expert. I mean, we do like our experts because that's the idea here is we're supposed to be, you know, giving you information you can use rather than just us two waffling on. But she talks about um, how you kind of know what you should be doing as a parent mm. and the fact that if you are already doing it, you're probably on the right lines and it's the parents that don't really get engaged with the yeah. process that are the ones that struggle a little bit. If you're, It's one of those things that I think we've heard a few times from different experts on the podcast. If you're worried about your kids and if you're worried, more specifically, if you're worried about whether you're whether or not you're doing the right thing, the chances are you're doing a good job. Because the very fact that you're thinking, oh, am I doing this right or should I be doing that? Should That means you you have an intuitive feel for this and therefore you should probably just chill out. I'm talking to myself mm. there more than mm. anyone else, to be honest with you. But, um, <laughs> it's, it's been good doing these um, up-and-coming episodes. We've yeah. enjoyed it. It's been nice to have a little break, refocus, that kind of stuff. But yeah, um, I hope you all are still all enjoying it. Mm. Um, please let us know and by uh, the usual email method at firsttimedads at reachplc.com. Yeah, um, and let us know which, which podcast platform you are listening on. You know, if you're... Drop us an email or drop us a message or whatever. You know, you can find Steve and I on Twitter. Um, I'm at Big Rich Innis and Steve is at Steve Mile Eats. Um, and let us know, you know, let us know what you're listening to, what you think of the, of the, of the, of the podcast, any suggestions you've got. You know, we're always, well, we're always open to that. Um, and we have, you know, we've had a couple of listeners get in touch with fairly remarkable stories of their own, which we're quite interested in turning into episodes. So if you've done something, you know, that you find interesting or if you've been through an experience that you think might be worth sharing with similarly minded people who will be listening to the podcast here then then get in touch yeah and if you've been inspired to do anything by listening to us like if you're someone that's taken up some shared parental leave mm. because you've heard us talk about it a lot um i think we've got, I've got we've got some stuff coming in uh, next month's men's health magazine where we've been talking about i've been Indeed. talking to the them about uh, shared parental leave and the benefits and that kind of stuff and i noticed today there's been an uh, we're talking on uh, Monday, the 2nd, 2nd of, of September, September, that Deloitte, the uh, accountancy firm, have announced a doubling the uh, uh, length of paid mm. uh, parental leave for dads, so from two weeks to um, four weeks. So that's a real good step in the right direction. Yeah, it's all going in that direction, isn't it? I think, that's, well, hopefully, fingers crossed. I mean, we actually, that reminds me of another pod that we haven't mentioned, Matt Farquharson. Yes. Am I saying that right? I am saying I that right. So. Papa Pucker. Papa Pucker, you might know him. So his, um, his wife is uh, Mother Pucker. Yes. And he is Papa Pucker. Uh, and he was brilliant. He's a, they're, they're, I suppose what the, the cool kids would call influencers. Uh, yeah, they've yeah. got a podcast. They've got a podcast. They have massive social media followings. Um, really funny, uh, a really funny couple, really funny individually. He came in to see us, and we actually we talked a lot about that because they've he's just recently um, finished a book. Yeah, um, they've got a campaign a together about flexible work. Yeah, flexible working. So we talked a lot about that um, as well as the realities of what uh, marriage and children does to a relationship. And you won't be surprised to learn that all his research has learned it's not good. <laughs> Basically, <laughs> yeah, basically, what we discovered. Do you want to have a happy relationship? Three and don't a half get married, years don't have kids. In, is yeah. if we hadn't spotted it by staring around ourselves, mm. that it can have a slightly negative impact in some Funny aspects. that, isn't it? These little creatures that take over your entire life and dictate everything you do and make you tired and irritable. It reminds me of that famous Princess Diana quote, which she said there were three of us in this relationship. <laughs> well, there's actually four of us in my relationship now. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> so likewise. Including another man and another woman. Although I have to say, I'm, I, at the moment, I don't feel like I'm even in my relationship because it feels like when I'm in my house... There is a little dictator who just dictates everything. Lindsay is not a dictator. No, no, she most certainly is not. Um, You're definitely number three in the pecking order, though, aren't you? Probably four, I would say. Well, Well, actually, it depends if you include the cat. If you include the cat, maybe five. Yeah. (laughs) 
<laughs> <Okay. laughs> but but yeah, Ben Ben is absolutely running our house at the moment, and it you know like to the point where it's actually quite concerning because and Lindsay He's was doing the Cardo shop. Wait, he would think he could. That's the problem. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ben can do it. Ben can. No, you can't do the Ocado shop, son. Well, I'm going to have to do it. Started opening the kitchen cupboards and getting food out and putting oh, it in yeah. a bowl and then eating it. <laughs> and well, he can open the freezer and get a nice lolly out now. That's not bad. The problem is with Ben that he he will not. And this is the thing. Linz keeps telling me he's just doing what two year olds do. And this is one of my fundamental problems. Is this actually the case? Is it? Are all two-year-olds like this, or is he being particularly difficult? And you never know the answer, because I've only got one two-year-old. I don't bloody know. Maybe all other two-year-olds are as difficult as that. I don't know. But he will not... He just completely runs the house, completely, to the sense where we have to play to his tune, otherwise it's, you know, all-out war. Mm. Um, and I do, I, you know, I think maybe maybe we should talk about this in another podcast, because I think this is an interesting... Perhaps, perhaps. This is ripe for yeah, discussion. we're doing that bit at the moment where... Jackson is testing mm. to see how far mm-hmm. he can take it. Uh, so to the point at which he n- crashed up his Lego and dropped it on the floor the other day. And I was like, well, you're not going anywhere until you pick that up. It's like, no, I don't want to. Yeah, that's so, okay, Ben's so doing right, the same thing. Well, Jackson, well, you are going to pick it up. And you can see Zoe's looking at us too, and it's heightening. She's like, yeah. intervenes and says, Jackson, I'll help you pick it up. Yeah. And then suddenly he starts to do it. But oh, he, he does do it though. He can, But he can see that I'm... Yeah. That he's having a face off. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. And then he started crying and I put him outside and said, like, when you can't calm down, this is yeah. a sunny day, it's not like, you know, eight o'clock at night of the, in the rain before social services come on to me. I wasn't very, <laughs> I wasn't. So he's like, I don't like Leave the idea of putting outside because he's crying. I'm like, well, yeah, but we're just going to heighten each other. At some each point, you've got to have a boundary. So I'm going outside or he's going outside. Yeah. I know I'd yeah. prefer to go outside. I mean, I did, it's funny that you're saying that because I know Ben's a little bit younger, but he's, He's doing some similar things at the moment. And, uh, you know, the other day at the weekend, in fact, a couple of days ago, I found myself doing that thing of looking at the ceiling and sort of growling under my breath, what am I going to do with this kid? Because it's like, because you kind of think, right, well, I've, he, I've used up all my ammo there. Mm-hmm. So he'd done, I can't remember what it was. He did something where he, he started throwing things because he wasn't getting his way because I wouldn't turn the TV on unless it's not TV time right now, Ben. You can watch some TV later before bedtime. Right now, we're going to do something else. Choose a toy. We're going to play. Yeah, yeah, that's good. Just, it's good, good uh, yeah, distraction. Yeah, yeah, distraction. Yeah, okay. And he just started going off and he started throwing things. And I said, right, that's it. Time out. Picked him up, put him by the back door, which is where our little timeout zone is. And I said, right, you are going to stand here. And he starts screaming and shouting. I said, no, you're going to stand here. You're going to be quiet. You're going to wait for two minutes and I'm going to come back and get you because you have, that was really naughty and you know that's naughty. You don't throw things. No, it's not naughty. I so, I'm not your friend I, anymore. Yeah. So I walk back into the other room, like the other side of the room, and he just follows me. And I, So I pick him up again. I told you, you're going to stand there and wait because you're in a timeout. And, he just, and then he just walks back and says, no, I'm not in a timeout. And that, that was the point at which I looked at the ceiling and went, what am I going to do with this kid? Because what, what, are you, what do you do in that situation? Well, you see, we, we put him, put Jackson in a place that's the other side of the door. Yeah. So he can't helps. come through the door. But what I do find is Iris sees that happen and then she wants to go and sit with him. She's like, <laughs> Jack, 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 Jack. Yeah. So if she would, he opens the door and he's like, hi, Iris, come and sit on the step with me. <laughs> and suddenly it's and fun. And suddenly it's fun. But then I see what I ended up doing there. I think I sort of bailed myself out in the end because he had walked away from the timeout spot. And again, I said to him... Right, that's your two minutes. <laughs> you, yeah, yeah, it was kind of like, right, are you going to be nice? Are you going to be a nice boy now? Which was a bit of a gamble because if he said, no, I don't know what I was going to do. And he looked up at me and said, yes, sorry, daddy. I said, right, let's have a cuddle. And so we had a cuddle yeah. and then we just pretended like nothing had happened. Yeah. And we went and on we went and it was fine. But it's, it's those moments. It's like, where do you... 
You know, how got, do you cope with those yeah, situations? Yeah, yeah, I don't yeah. know what to do you about it. You've just got to take yourself out. It's so hard to do. You've got to take yourself out of it before it, you feel yeah. your hackles escalating. Yeah, mine go like that, can't. like boom. And, yeah. I, and, then, and then it's too late because I'm already into that face-off with him. And Lindsay will say, don't, you know, just leave it, let it go. I'm like, I can't let it go because I'm into it now. Mummy, and he has to know. grab me. <laughs> He has Burn never said little that. little grass. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's, more, it's more those things where I'm, I'm in that battle where I know I have to win now because I'm the dad. Yeah. And, yeah, it's terrible, isn't it? You I try and watch what happens at nursery, to be honest. I mm. try and see the techniques that the nursery assistants use with him. Yeah, And they have a tone of voice mm-hmm. and they go into it and they, they do get down to his eye level. Yeah. And they do say, Mr... What you know? What were you just doing? Or you know you don't do that. And there's a definite change yeah. from the like lardy da happy da to like the discipline thing. And he does get it. Yeah, I do that. And I, I think do that. You, you kind of have have to spend some time mm. on that that bit of the relationship. It takes a while. I mean, I I do that thing. He knows that he has to look at me. So when I say to him, right, Ben, and if he's not looking and he's distra- and then I I get slightly louder and I say Ben, and I say right, Daddy's talking yeah. to you. Look at Daddy, and then eventually we we'll look round, and then we can have a conversation yeah, because. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But at first, it's making him. See that no, no, we're having a conversation now, son. You're going to listen, and you've got to be careful not to ban things. Yeah, find, yeah, yeah. Because because you can go nuclear too oh quickly. Dear. Yeah, yeah, totally. I've already totally. S- I've sold a TV by the time you know <laughs> ten minutes later. <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Stuff. Yeah, you will. There will be no more fun today. And then Lindsay's yeah. looking at me like, oh, "What are we going to do if we don't take him outside? What are you talking <laughs> exactly. about?" Exactly. Like, God, yeah, no, no, it's true, isn't it? God, here we go again. This is all. This is all good this practice all good for, for teenagers in computer games. I'm certain about it. Yeah, because I keep thinking, I have this idea in my head that everything's going to get a bit easier, you know, once I get to school age and da 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 And actually, my, my, um, my older siblings and my parents both keep reminding me, it'll be worse when he's 14. Yeah. Like, it's one thing when he's two. When he's 14, you'll want to throttle him. Do you not remember the, uh, I don't care what Richard Innes' parents let him do. Yeah, yeah, this yeah. This is our house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we'll do it by yeah. our rules. And if he jumped off a, off a cliff, would you want to jump off a cliff too? Yeah. I used to get that one. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> Yeah, oh God, all to come. Ho-hum. Ho-hum. Well, on that very positive note, uh, keep listening. Probably enough of us for now. Yeah, probably enough, yeah. Um, that's more but than we'll enough. be back on every Wednesday. Well, that's, what, that's the aim. That's the goal. Every Wednesday. I mean, we've got all this stuff in the bag, of course. So, you know, it's all good stuff. Good stuff to look forward to. Um, but yeah, yeah, get in touch. Give us a shout. Uh, and also... Please leave us a review on yeah. iTunes. It really does help other people. Find Get us, us bumped up the charts. Look, we're not we're not going to protect. You know, you you are not uh, you are not stupid people. You understand what we're doing here. We're trying to get ourselves bumped up the charts, but it is for a good reason. The higher up in the charts we are, the more people listen, the more of a community we can build. All those things. So um, yeah, give us a give us a rating, give us a review. It would be very much appreciated. Thank you, folks. <laughs>